and we are back. Welcome. Good evening. Alzheimer's. What they forget to tell you. Episode 19, podcast 18. That's right. We apologize for the earlier disturbance. Um, we're back in full effect. Hopefully now we've got our lives together here. Um, I was asking you before, how was your week? It was me. Oh. Oh. Me. What? What do you do? What do you do? Me. Isn't that like the M E H, right? That's an M E H. Yes. Me. Okay. Yeah. But not a Trinidadian oh, M E H. Like, That's like a Canadian M E H. Oh. oh, okay. See, mm. I got the best of both worlds. Well, it's, it was like a. Mm. Yes, we can see comments now. Hi, Nick. Hello, leading lady. What in the house? What's going down? We got Christian. What? We, it's got, Christian. It's not put Christian. Some, listen, put some flair in his name. Maybe he appreciates I'm the flair. I'm pretty sure he doesn't. So if people just call you Karen. Yeah, they do, actually. Well, if somebody called you Karen. I would hate it. Hi, Bill. Hi, Nadira. Maybe her name is Nadira. Nadira. No? Too soon? Hi, good evening. I got nothing. <laughs> I can't even comment. Hi, Karen. Okay. Okay, let's um let's get right to it because we were on before and we made a few boo-boos. So Okay, so you Me, let me just start by asking you, because there was a couple of uh, podcasts, I think it was two or three podcasts ago, where um there was an inquiry about your dad and how he dealt with um, the diagnosis once he found out that your mom actually was officially diagnosed with the disease. As well, I wanted to find out um, the experience you had seeing your mom go through the death of your father while being sick with disease with this disease as well. Um, and uh, I think let's start with that. And I had mentioned earlier, in case you guys are first time viewers and don't know much of the history, both of our dads have transitioned. Um, her father was my godfather. He was. He was my godfather. And um, he passed away very recently after her mom got diagnosed with Alzheimer's. So let's talk a little bit about that. Um, okay, so to recap, my mom was diagnosed at 57. Um, she was a registered nurse. She was working in Trinidad at Mount Hope Hospital at the time. And she was coming to um, Toronto to come and help me with my newborn, Jalen. And she was just doing a little bit of out of characteristic things, which, you know. Like? Uh, well, the formula was the big mm -hmm. one. Well, I, I, I spoke about it before, but prior to her even arriving um, in Canada, she kept asking me over and over, when's the baby coming? When's the baby coming? When's the baby coming? And of course, now I know that's one of the signs, right? Repeating questions. And she, she was asked, I thought she was just really excited, mm -hmm. but it was because she couldn't remember every time I told her, like August. August, August, and 
you know, she's calling me long distance and it's not like every day. So when she called, it didn't dawn on me like, why is she asking me the same question over and over? It was mm -hmm. just like, oh, she's just really so excited. She can't wait. But anyways, that was, I guess, the first sign. However, when she did come, um, you know, shortly after I had asked her to mix formula, my son was on formula and she gave it to him concentrate so I knew for sure something was wrong because she would never make that mistake being a registered nurse of course not right so we went to the doctor and he did a mini mental exam which is usually the first um, step step to see and I, I just want to say something because my mom was cheating on the exam Mm -hmm. Yep, she sure was. <laughs> like, there's a, a, you have to draw a clock, which is usually the first sign that you can tell. Um, and it's sort of, I think it's 10 to 3. I can't remember exactly, but they'll ask you to draw the face of a clock and do a time. And if you have dementia or Alzheimer's, um, you struggle with, with that, with, with knowing where the, the, the large hand goes and the small hand goes. And she was looking at the doctor's watch because she was cheating. But then I thought, there's nothing wrong with her. She knows how to cheat. But <laughs> she didn't forget how to cheat. Anyways, I digress again. <laughs> Stay focused. Okay, so <laughs> needless to say, she didn't do well <laughs> on that mini mental exam. And, and I thought it was... Uh, again, I thought maybe, you know, you're still you're still in denial too because they ask you like who's the prime minister and it and I'm thinking well not everybody knows that in their right mind. Well, know? well, you should, but I mean, my mom lived in Trinidad at the time, so is it fair? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then they asked her where she was. Like at the, my doctor at the time was in the city center upstairs, and then I guess they asked her where she was, and that wasn't fair either because like she. Technically, you know, I thought they were like a little, I think it was biased a little bit. I thought, mind you, of course, she did have Alzheimer's, so how biased was it? Let's keep it moving. All right. Anyways, she had, and then she got the diagnosis. Um, she didn't do well on that test. And he said, and again, I always say no true words were spoken. He said, your life, is, she has Alzheimer's and your life is going to change. And it did immediately. So when I, I was, I, again, uh, I'm not going to edit the story. I was angry with my father um, because I would think he should be the one that should have told me that something was sure. wrong, not the other way around. But I can imagine he's probably in heavy denial. No, he just, I don't, maybe, I don't know. He just, things that she stopped doing, he just didn't, like I told you, she stopped cooking. And he was, mm -hmm. Like things that she did for all the time, all her life for you. Now she doesn't want to do it, and you didn't think that was weird, but okay. So he didn't, he didn't know. So I was very angry with him at the very beginning. So Brianna asked, "How did you cope?" At the beginning, um, I went into go mode. So that's what I do, right? I, I immediately it was okay. Well, I need her health card. I need to apply for CPP disability. Like I went into go. You know, I called my dad. I said I needed all her, her information. information. And I was very abrupt with him, which I'm, ne you know, that's a big no-no if you know my dad. 
but I was and then but I guess he understood he understood why I was upset mm -hmm. and um, then it was a series of appointments so that you didn't really have time to think at the beginning it was just go 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 mm -hmm. right like it was neurologist appointments it was she had to get a brain scan she went to see San Dr. Sandra Black at Sunnybrook she it was just you know a slew of appointments and were I, you in immediate like find solution mode did you still feel like you know there were things that you could do to not cure it but were you did you believe that it was as bad as it was or did you think okay there's a possibility I could really help her get out of this so that you know she can get back to the way she was before or yeah because remember at the beginning she's not presenting like she's sick. yeah like it and it, it wasn't like immediately I can't remember right she was still herself so that part was hard mm -hmm. so and a lot of the times when she was acting out of herself you had to keep reminding yourself it's the disease and not her well I think the the diagnosis made her change like the immediate you know yeah I like as soon as she heard those words Alzheimer's she immediately became apathetic depressed you know like it was like a switch of course hi Aunt Pauline that's Brianna's Aunt Pauline um hi Nigel hi Luann yeah I can imagine I guess that would be something similar if anybody were to get uh, a devastating you know piece of news like that about their health whether it's cancer or any type of other disease I can't I can't imagine you can just get that type of response and then just think that your life is gonna be the same right and I do have I do remember something like um, when my mom well my when my mom lived in Trinidad she was the private nurse because see Alzheimer's was so stigmatized now I remember that um, she was a private nurse to the president at the time his wife mm -hmm. developed Alzheimer's and they just wanted to keep it very hush-hush so they they hired my mom to look after her so she knew full what well what Alzheimer's was firsthand so I think that's immediately why she became so depressed for sure for sure so. okay so let's go back to the initial question about your dad um, oh, sorry, about your mom dealing with your dad's passing while being sick. Um, how, what kind of experience was that like in terms of having to go through the entire funeral process and, you know, dealing with family and, and just going through your father's death while you have a sick mom? Um, that was hard. It, it was hard because I now had to compartmentalize my feelings. So, um, and remember, I'm here, like, so I'm here my mom is there right and my brother's there and um, you know he was obviously in panic mode shock mode because my dad had a massive heart attack and he died he wasn't sick right so it was a shock work to all of us of course and then plus now mom is sick so it's like uh, okay so um, I remember my brother and you know at the time saying to me before I even got there like Karen you cannot react like he basically, I can't grieve. I was not allowed to grieve because if you know anything about Alzheimer's and they're so confused, they're gonna mimic your behavior. So if I'm sad, my mom's gonna even be sadder, right? And then if she falls into it like a deep depression, it could be really, really bad. Yeah, like she, she doesn't know how to get back out of it. Right, she wouldn't be able to. And, and it would be really, really difficult for us right. to manage that behavior. So. 
I had to like not like even at the like even in the church no crying like no crying no I up to now have not really fully grieved for my father because it's I haven't had time did she do you do you feel like in the moment she knew what was going on like was she still uh, you know aware enough to know what was happening or was she very confused and have no idea what was going on no like, she, she I think she did because when I first got there she's like Karen he's dead like dead dead I'm like well I think she's she got it <laughs> yeah she got it mm. so I was like yeah okay you know like you don't st- you, you I could know. not react yeah. like so I was like yeah 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 he is yeah you know and then you know we're we're Catholic and typically you bury that's you know um, in Catholicism that's typical now there's cremation but like I'm pretty sure my dad probably would have wanted to be buried however um, when my brother asked my mom and he didn't just ask her once he asked her like on three separate occasions like what are, what's your what preference do you, what, what do you, you want like? for dad and she said cremation every single time so mm-hmm. so she kind um, she must have known right like you know yeah so got it yeah that was that was a tough time very tough time sure for sure okay um which ah we obviously are talking about this for a reason so needless to say unfortunately when this diagnosis happens don't do what my dad did and my well it was hard we can't tell my mom what not to do because she's ill but like when you can't talk about the disease it creates such a problem and it created a, it, it was double for me because my dad was in denial there's no outlet you have no right. outlet he's like he was like i'm going <laughs> okay he used to go to these catholic prayer groups and he's like she's going to be healed and i'm like okay well in the interim let's try to do some other things but that's 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 my go-to person and that's what he was saying right she's getting prayed for and she'll be healed and so we didn't talk about the reality and next steps and then now now you pass away now now what yeah now what you didn't tell me what to do you didn't you didn't guide me okay we didn't make plans yeah yeah but fortunately my brother is a very and he's a lawyer, so even double. So, um, you know, power of attorney had to be done for my mom. Right. Um, right and these away. are the things that you don't think about at all until you're forced in a position to have to think about it, right? So, okay, Brianna. Um, and I feel like even, you know, going through this, not to totally deter, but, you know, after losing my dad as well a couple years back, knock on wood, I mean, he was the first person immediately so close front line to me that I had ever lost, um, where I had to understand what goes into death and funeral planning and arrangements and tying things up and actually going and making sure that paperwork is done. It was just an overwhelming experience and process and they don't really make it easier for the person who's grieving I mean spouse children whoever like I mean unfortunately they're doing their job and they have their steps that they need to take but when you're still 
going through the shock of losing somebody that you love, it it's not an easy process. So that was very eye-opening for me. So I can just imagine how in shock everything was for you with everything happening, bam, 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 all at the same time. Because things, because my father um, was in Trinidad at the time, like, and, you know, dual citizenship, things have to be wrapped up in both countries. Like, it, it's, it's a lot it's a of lot. paperwork yeah. and a lot of... Um, you know, last, his last income taxes and then his funeral. And, you know, my brother did a lot of his stuff there, like all of his stuff there. I can't say a lot. He did all of it. And, you know, but then I had mom to deal with and, you know, so yeah, it's tough. And it's when you don't talk about it, it's guess you're guessing. It's all guesswork at that point. And winging it really. I mean, it's um, it's tough because, again, you don't really have time to grieve, especially when you're a new mom and especially when you wear so many hats and you've got responsibilities and you have to work and you have to take care of your kids and you got to take care of your home and you've got a husband and you've got, you know, the rest of your family and you've got this arrangement and that, but like, it, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. So. And he was, as you know, he was like the, the head, right? Mm-hmm. He was like the real head of... You know, he was the go-to person. Yeah. Like, for everything. Like, for me, anyways. Like, I, he was my, okay, I don't listen to him. <laughs> but I still ran everything by him. Like, I still appreciated yes. the sounding board. Yes. And when he's gone, and, and now it's like, uh-oh, we didn't even talk about this. We didn't, we didn't decide what we're doing with mom. And we didn't, you know, we didn't have any major conversations about this disease. Mm-hmm. And... Um, what had happened the last time I saw my father was 9-11 and um, if I know it's a horrible time so it's double for me but um, he was grounded because he was at an airport conference he was a manager of the airport and um, he was grounded in he he was at a conference in Montreal at the time and he was grounded because he couldn't get a flight back home so I guess my luck I got to see my father. Mm. So my parents came and at least he got to spend time with Jalen. And, you know, um, at that point I can, he, we had an honest conversation and he was like, yeah, this is tough. Like he, he goes, I have to put out your mom's clothes and I have to help her get dressed. Like, yeah, I guess he was, he finally accepted that life has changed. This is how, this is the new normal Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And, of course, he died, what, uh, two weeks later, so. Yeah, that's that's a tough pill. I mean, it regardless, it's always tough, but when it's unexpected like that, that's, you know, with my dad, unfortunately, he was, he was very ill before he passed, but we were given, like, a full year to at least, you know, have with him and, and leave nothing unsaid and experience whatever we could every moment we could so it was a little bit different but again then you see the opposite spectrum of watching the person that you love deteriorate that's why i'm picking that one if really? i have to, yeah if i have to pick i'm i'm signing up for the heart attack oh your dad you mean oh yeah okay instead of watching this duration oh, yeah. yeah yeah okay i, I, the... th- I thought you meant your mo- like no you want to watch the person deteriorate no, no, no. I'm like, i want no, no. the heart attack <laughs> Sudden, Make it fast. Bye. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't say goodbye. Yeah. Peace out. Sorry to hear that, leading lady. It's always tough. Yeah. It's always tough. Pat Enzo, good evening. Thank you for watching. Um, 
so let's let's change yeah let's, let's change, change the channel yeah because it's a bit this uh, is morbid whenever we start talking with daddies like my heart starts to ache a little bit so um questions and concerns you guys we're always open for whatever topics or anything that you guys have um off the top if you're going through this type of journey and you're confused why don't you tell them about um kai and lily they're oh they're much now. better they're my tribe has returned they're in the mend mama trust bear. me 120 <laughs> percent. mama bear is very happy mm-hmm. i'm very very relieved guys this flu strain was redonkulous like yes i said it because it was horrific <laughs> with all capital letters and exclamation points following it was horrendous like when i think about anybody i don't like i wouldn't even wish this on them okay <laughs> that's how bad this thing was it came through my house like a tsunami yes i said that too yes it did and it was really bad 10 days 10 days my kids were out of it fever diarrhea vomiting like bloody noses just lethargic could not eat could not drink could it was horrible so i'm just i'm glad that everybody's back on i'm gonna answer that question sorry i'm done well they're great now trust me they're 110%. What, my babies? Yes. Yes. Okay, so how did I... Oh my gosh. I don't know. I really don't know. The question is, how did I manage and do, you, do I think it affected my son? Yes, I do. I really do think it affected him. Um, his whole life has been this disease and he's had to just understand that it's PSWs and nurses and you know, caregivers and, you know, seeing me stressed and I try not to, I not try not to present, but you know, I'm only human. Sometimes I just, you know, can't take it either. Like this week, that's how it felt this week. It felt like, it felt heavy. It just felt very heavy. Um, sorry to hear that, Abigail. Condolences. Oh yeah. Sorry to hear that. It was a tough one today. It was a tough one today. It was tough. Like, uh, well, okay. I always say, like, I'm part of this uh, group, and sometimes they have funny things, even though they're not funny. Like, we talk about it's funny, but it's not funny. Yes. It's funny now, but going through it, it, no. But yesterday, what made me laugh was I'm getting so fed up of the invisible person my mom's talking to. (laughs) I had it. choice words for that person. I had it with my mom and the invisible person she's talking to. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe. Well, that was a good laugh. Yeah, that was, was a nice laugh <laughs> to be able to, you know, finish us off here because, yeah, it's getting a little... It's getting heavy and it is heavy. heavy. It is. I, 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 pr- I try to prepare myself every single day and I know I'm not going to be able to. No, you, you can't. Like... You know, yesterday, um, t- but it's like a typical day, and I, I just think, like, this should not be a typical day, but, like, uh, when the, the nurse comes to check her bed sores, and like I said, they're, like, basically gone now, um, and then you just see my mom. My mom's, like, really thin, like, just bone, and that's hard to watch. It's 
it's really hard to watch. Uh, you were making mention of the amount of views we've been getting oh, recently. The love. Guys, that's overwhelming. It's amazing. Um, yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, she said she reunited with her childhood play friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we just wanted to take a minute before we, we uh, end off here just to really give thanks to all you guys who've been sharing, commenting, um, watching our loyal viewers that consistently come to tune in each week, week, week in and week out. Um, it doesn't go unnoticed and it's definitely not, not, um, underappreciated or it is appreciated. I should say we are very grateful for all the support and, um, we hope that you continue to, to do that and do so, so that we can fund these wonderful things that you're doing. Well, you have to do something light. We can't just end on that. Like this today was like really depressing. Well, sometimes it has to be that No, it can't be. can't be. I already had a miss. Okay, so then you do. No. Something. no Why does no. it got to fall on me? Because that's just you. You're in entertainment. I am? You're a dancer. I am? Yeah. I'm not the professional dancer. Nope. Nope. I'm not. Like I'm a dancer, but. <laughs> okay, Lion Queen. Easy. Easy. Stop it. Okay? Don't Stop make, it. Don't make me pull it. Stop program. it right now. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> See, it got you to laugh. <laughs> because that's funny. Mm -hmm. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, when I'm a little better, I will share my okay, story. Okay, yes. Would love it. Would love to yes, share Yes, we would look story. forward is, to that. Abigail. You know, if you feel very comfortable, that means a lot too. When you're comfortable. And open forum. We're all here. No judgment. You know, sharing is caring. Do it, Wendy. See? Do it. Damn, why'd you yell? Ew. Oh my. Come on, just do it. Do what? You know. What? What oh. are we doing? Oh. What are we doing? Tell me. I don't know. What do you feel like? Tell me. What's, what's inspiring you What right are we now? doing? What are we doing? Tell me. Let me hear it. I'm so happy I caught you live. Oh, I know. She's all the way in Ireland. Ireland? Well, thank you for that. I am not busting anyone. <laughs> they don't know about that. They don't know about that. Aren't you going to Ireland? Yes. So you guys can hook up. We'll do it in person, You Lou. can do the hoods. Lou, we're going to... We're going to... Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> in Dublin. Be there or be... So what happens in Dublin stays in Dublin. Is that how it goes? She lives there, so that doesn't work. Okay, let's let's end the podcast. Let's let's. She see robots. They want robots. The podcast. <laughs> see, and you wanted to be a hater every single podcast. Oh, you're doing the hater. I'm about to go. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> see, now I'm getting requests. Guys. Yeah, you're getting. You're like a DJ. I like you to dance the robot. <laughs> Request number 260. <laughs> <laughs> I know right. I'm looking forward to seeing you too, Lou. It's been so long. I can't even, I don't even know how many years it's been since I've seen you. And that's terrible. Okay. You're not doing it? I did it. Really? Yeah, that was a five second deal. Hmm. I think they got all gypped. Oh, coming from Miss Hateration herself. Look. I didn't say I wanted you to do the real. You're getting requests from other people. And there it is. <laughs> I didn't say it. Wait for it. Other people are, are requesting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too many years. 
Oh, I thought you meant too many requests. See? I was just about to do it. See that, Too Luan? many years. See that, Luann? Focus. Mm -hmm. Locked down. Locked up. We're done. That's a wrap. I was watching. What was You're that still show? dancing. What was that show? That um, housewife show. It's it's hilarious. Um, the black girls. Real housewives of, of Atlanta. Atlanta. And there's another one. There's a Potomac one. Oh. Those girls with the. That's what they do in the states. Yeah, that's kind of laughing. My daughter and I was like, I gotta turn this off because she's gonna start doing this stuff. So, I know. Mm -mm -mm. And mm -mm. okay, I'm done. Do it, Wendy Robot. No, Luann. No. <laughs> When you cut off, we're done. Maybe in, when you know you guys are in Ireland and I tune in to your podcast, I'll be doing my. We'll row, do. What row, do we have to do there? Row. What the a river dance? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's. We're gonna go now. I'm trying to be politically correct. Stop and appropriate. it. What? Immediately, effective immediately. Stop the madness. We'll do river dance, Lou. Isn't I said it, and I'll say it again. Isn't that from Scotland? No, it's Irish. Okay, gotta go, guys. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for watching. As usual, we are very grateful. You guys have a blessed week. We will see you next week. And uh, if there's any questions, concerns, or topics that you want us to cover or talk about, hit her up in the DM. The DM. What does DM stand for? For those that are not technologically inclined. In the inbox. Okay. <laughs> Direct message. Yes, That's in what the it inbox. stands for. Yes. We love you all. And I, we have to say thank you. We, you started that, but it's we have eleven thousand views. Share. Keep sharing. Yeah. So please share. Share. Keep sharing. I, we appreciate it. Look, it's all the way in, in Ireland. That's one. This is the worm. I, are you sure that's the worm? It is now. No, the worm is that thing you do on the ground. Like, I'm not doing it. But, like, you know, that's not the worm. Peace and love. We will see you next week. Guys, be blessed. Stay healthy. Okay? Love each other. Bye.